what I've learned is to create genuine relationships because Mm -hmm. if you're not genuine, the person on the other side is going to pick up on it and they're going to know what you're after. It's very time consuming having to build this relationship. And and I feel that any relationship is worth investing your time if it's meaningful to you. So with the publishers and the editors and the producers that I've become friends with, it hasn't happened overnight. This is something that it's taking time. They have to trust you. They have to trust your product. And they have to feel that you believe in your product. Because if you don't believe in your product and you don't have the passion that it takes to sell your product or to showcase your product, they're going to pick up on that. And they're going to know that this is just a hobby. You're listening to Product Powerhouse, a podcast to inspire and empower you while you build a powerful product-based business that fuels your passion and feeds your family. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I run an e-commerce web design agency that helps shop owners build, grow, and scale. This podcast is all about actionable strategies specifically for your product-based business. So friend, grab a nice coffee and let's chat because DIYing your business doesn't mean you have to do it alone. Hey friends, today I get the opportunity to introduce you to a really, really fun businesswoman, Alicia Botang from Alicia Botang Designs. Alicia is a celebrity cup designer and she creates coffee mugs and cups that are enchanting and help promote women's empowerment. I had the opportunity to work with Alicia in the last few weeks to give her website a little update. And she's just such a wonderful human being. Like she is so sincere, so kind, and her energy is just totally magnetic. So today we're talking about how she's used celebrity endorsements and PR to grow her business because celebrities have her cups and they post pictures of them on social media. It's really cool, including Tiffany Haddish, and Whoopi Goldberg. It's just really cool to see how she's been able to get her designs and her mugs in the hands of these celebrities. And how she's gone about doing this is very, I don't know, I want to say interesting, I guess is the right word. Like, I just love her approach. She's very intentional. I don't want to give it all away now. So let's just dive into the episode. Hi, Alicia. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. How are you today? I'm wonderful, Erin. How are you? I am doing great. We have been chatting and having a blast. And I'm like, well, we better start this recording or else all the good stuff's going to be gone. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So why don't we start by telling everyone who you are and what you do? Thank you. So my name is Alicia Boateng. I'm in Coral Springs, Florida, and I'm a celebrity cup designer. I love introducing myself as a celebrity cup designer because I always get that that look. They're like, what do you mean you're a celebrity cup designer? <laughs> that was going to be my next question because I'm I know what this is, but what is a celebrity cup designer? A celebrity cup designer. I have the fortune. I, I design coffee and teacups, and I have the fortune that I've had celebrities that love my cup. So I decided I was gonna title myself a celebrity cup designer. And I don't take that very lightly. This reminds me of when I worked in like a corporate job. Mm -hmm. Um, We were like the design team, but we called ourselves the design goddesses because Mm -hmm. why not? We're just a group of women who did all the design. (laughs) Absolutely. You can be what you want to be. 
So this is really cool. You have had really famous celebrities take pictures with your cups. You have a picture on your website of Whoopi Goldberg holding your mug. And I just think this is so cool. So our conversation today is really about like, how do you get in front of celebrities? How do you get those endorsements? How did you start your PR? You've done a lot of PR for your company as well. And so I'm just really excited to kind of pick your brain, even though that word's kind of weird about this. So how did you get in front of your first celebrity? Well, I will say that it didn't happen overnight. That's for sure. I'll give you a little bit of background with my company. I started in 2019. We started in May of 2019. And cups were nowhere near what I was going to be making out of this company. (laughs) So it really just happened very organically. So what happened was that I got a cricket machine and I decided that I was going to do science for everything. I was going to put vinyl on absolutely everything. And then I realized that I'm really competing with Hobby Lobby, Michael, Walmart, (laughs) you know, and all these other big box stores that do the same thing, only charge $4. And there's absolutely no way that I could compete with them. So then six months into the business, we decided that we were going to do a pop-up shop at our local mall. And so my idea, of course, I was going to have like Christmas decorations and Hanukkah and all that stuff. And a couple of weeks before, I had already started uh, you know, playing around with the cups. The reason being is that I absolutely am obsessed with my coffee. As I was enjoying my coffee one morning, I told my husband, I said, If I had such a beautiful cup and I enjoyed my cup as much as I do my coffee, it would take my morning experience to the next level. So being the creative soul that I am, (laughs) I thought, let me play around and see what I can come up with. And then I, I designed my first cup called Felicia. And then I knew that I had something. While at the pop-up shop, I brought in a couple of different cups. And within two weeks, I had people coming to the shop asking me for the cups. And that's when I realized, okay, I definitely have something. I have something that clients love. I've targeted my market. And it's not just something that they love. It's something that I feel that they need. That's when I realized that the cups was definitely a thing. So needless to say, of course, I sold out all the decorations and stuff like that. And I said to myself, okay, I'm going to focus on the cups and I'm going to focus on how I'm going to take my cups and the company and the brand itself to the next level. And so here we are today. With regards to your question as to how I got uh, my cups into celebrities. So in April of 2020, obviously we all know 2020. (laughs) However, in April of 2020, I received an order from Tiffany Haddish. And the order comes in and I'm like, yeah, right. This is just somebody, you know, making pretend. And I processed the order. Of course, I mailed it out. Three or four days later, Tiffany Haddish puts it on her social media. And I just, I could not believe it. I couldn't believe it. So immediately the order started coming in. I thought, I thought, I seriously thought it was something wrong with my computer because the orders just kept coming in. And I said, something's happening. (laughs) My Instagram immediately. I mean, I had maybe like a thousand followers at the time. It started, it creeped up to 5,000, like literally in a couple of hours. I, I just, I couldn't believe what was happening. So, of course, I thanked her and and all that stuff. And, you know, I kept my relationship with her and so forth. 
And then a couple of months later, Octavia Spencer was featured in Self-Made, which is the story of Madam C.J. Walker, which coincidentally, she also stars with Tiffany Haddish. So I reached out to Octavia and um, we had been communicating through Instagram also. And back then she was every Thursday, she was featuring small businesses. So because I had been communicating with her, I mean, I really wasn't expecting anything from her. However, one day I looked through the Instagram and sure enough, she had highlighted me. She had highlighted my cups, my tenacity, my perseverance, because I definitely kept reaching out to her and making sure that I connected with her and, you know, not overpowering, obviously, but, you know, I definitely made it a point to continue connecting with her and so forth. So that was another celebrity that actually loves my cup as well. I mean, I've had a lot of other celebrities, local celebrities. I've had the man's David and Tamala Mann, the latest one being, of course, Whoopi Goldberg. And the way that that happened earlier this year was Uh, I have a collection called the Black Excellence Collection, and that collection is to commemorate the Black women in history. So last year, I inaugurated the collection with Madam C.J. Walker. That being said, I actually, the great-granddaughter of Madam C.J. Walker has the Madam C.J. Walker Cup. I wanted to make sure that she had that in her possession and that she treasured it because it's obviously honoring her great grandmother and and so forth. So this year I had done a little bit more research and I knew that Maya Angela was going to be coming out. They were going to be honoring her with a quarter. So I wanted to create something that would go hand in hand with the coin and the release of the coin and how special it was because her being the first African-American that's on a coin is a huge, huge honor. So I developed, I created the, the Maya Angelo. And I sent it to Anna Navarro. Anna Navarro is a CNN correspondent, and she's also on The View. And she also lives in my hometown of Coral Gables. So it's funny because we actually have a couple of friends in common, although I've never met her personally. So I sent her the Maya Angelou Cup, and I sent her my Layla Cup also because her mom passed away in December and her mom's name was Violeta, which in English translate to Leila or Lavender. She was very touched by my gesture. And she, of course, shared in her social media. And then one day out of the blue, it was actually the last day of Women's History Month. I see a picture of the Maya Angelou Cup with Whoopi Goldberg. And her message was that she shared it with Whoopi as a gift. You know, she, she paid it forward with her. Mm-hmm. I could not believe that. I had I'd never asked her for any of that. I, I wanted to gift her the cup just because of the, the symbol and the message that, that's behind the Maya Angelou cup. And the fact that she gave it to Whoopi Goldberg, which is one of her dearest friends, was very, very touching to me. She then messaged me later and said, listen, you know, as you know, I gave my cup to Whoopi. Can you send me another one? <laughs> that's so cool. That's how it happened with Whoopi Goldberg. I think that's really incredible how you've made these connections with these celebrities. Cause I think a lot of times we get like, oh, nervous around them or like even like thinking about celebrities or talking to them sounds scary. But I really love what you said about like, I didn't expect anything just by giving her my cup. It sounds like you went into every one of these interactions, like just honestly trying to make a connection with them, you know, say hi, not necessarily to sell them anything, correct? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And, uh, you know, with Anna, I said, listen, I'm Cuban. I am from your hometown. You know, I told her my story. I'm local from Miami. And, you know, I'm, I feel very bad about your mom passing away because she was very open on her social with her story. So because of that, I was able to interact with her on that sense. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just said, you know, I want to gift you these cups and I hope you enjoy your coffee or your tea and make it a great day. Yeah, and that's, that's really beautiful. Yeah. And, and it's saying that like with your, you know, what you were talking about with your connection with Octavia Spencer, it was very intentional. It was very genuine. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a marketing tactic for you. You didn't, you know, like it was just very from the heart, very sincere. Very organic. And the funny story about Octavia Spencer is that her gatekeeper, when I sent her the cup, I sent her opal. And when I sent her the cup, her gatekeeper called me immediately. And he's like, who are you? Why are you sending stuff to my client? And he was just like going off on me. And by the end of the conversation, he became my best friend. He's like, don't worry, I'm going to give her your cup. So I was like, okay, because I was intimidated, you know, getting a phone call like that. And I'm like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. I'm, I didn't realize I did something wrong and blah, blah, blah. So he he was very nice at the end of the conversation and said, don't worry about it. I understand. He's doing his job. He didn't know right. who I am. And so he needs to protect his client, right? He just wanted to make sure that I was legit and I wasn't some fly by night. <laughs> <laughs> So he did his job and I'm very thankful that he actually gave the cup to Octavia and, you know, she's probably enjoying her tea in it now. I think it's very important to emphasize that the relationships you've created, they were intentional and they were honest. And like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't like, I want to do this to blow up my business. Because I think a lot of people, I think I see this a lot in TikTok. They're like, if I make this video, supposedly it will blow up my business and then it doesn't happen. And then people get upset business owners get upset. And I just love how you've gone into business and you've gone into like these relationships or like connecting with celebrities or just connecting with people like with curiosity and sincere interest Mm -hmm. in them Mm -hmm. and not what's in it for me. I think that's the key to being successful at it. Like at least with any marketing effort, you know, is kind of going into it, not necessarily thinking like, oh, this will blow up my business. (laughs) Exactly. Because if you have expectations like that, you're definitely going to get disappointed if it doesn't right. go your way. You know, it's a 50-50 chance that you're taking, a risk that you're taking. What I've learned is to create genuine relationships because mm-hmm. if you're not genuine, the person on the other side is going to pick up on it and they're going to know what you're after. Absolutely. They're definitely going to know what you're after. As far as getting the other media coverage that I've gotten, I do have a PR coach that I work very closely with. And the company is called Press for Success. And the owner is Sabina. So Sabina is just amazing. I've been working with her for almost two years. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people misinterpret when I say a PR coach that they do things for me. No, she teaches me how to do it myself. She teaches me how to do the research, look people up, editors, publishers, all of that. So that's a big difference. And, and I think that's something that definitely needs clarification because when a lot of people, when you say the word coach, they automatically think that they're doing it for you. And that's absolutely not the case. Yeah. 
it's very time consuming having to build this relationship. And, and I feel that any relationship is worth investing your time if it's meaningful to you. So with the publishers and the editors and the producers that I've become friends with, it hasn't happened overnight. This is something that it's taking time. They have to trust you. They have to trust your product. And they have to feel that you believe in your product. Because if you don't believe in your product and you don't have the passion that it takes to sell your product or to showcase your product, they're going to pick up on that. And they're going to know that this is just a hobby. Yeah, absolutely. It reminds me of what you said at the beginning when you said that you believe your customers need your cup because it gives them a better start to the day to use a beautiful cup, to use a cup that inspires them, that reminds them of, you know, these women who have done incredible things that they can be the next woman who does something incredible. I talk to a lot of people who maybe they love their product, but they'll be like, well, people don't need it. (laughs) And it's like, maybe they don't necessarily need it, but if you can find, you know, whatever that meaning is to you that makes them really want it instead of that want, like it's like, oh, I need to start my day with this, you know, whatever your product is, then that passion really comes through. Like when you're pitching, when you're communicating with anybody else, when you're writing an article or giving a quote. Exactly. I mean, I personally believe that you just don't wake up in the morning and you're automatically, oh my God, yes, it's going to be a great day. You know, you have to work at it. You have to work at telling yourself that you're going to have a great day. You have to work on your mindset. At least this is my belief, right? And so I have my routine that I do in the morning. You know, I get my kids out to school and then that's like my quiet time. When it's time for me to drink my coffee, I need quiet. I need my candles lit. You know what I mean? Because that's my way of getting my mind ready for whatever the day is going to bring whatever challenge the day is going to bring me. And so that is why I strongly believe that while you're drinking coffee or tea out of my cup, you need to recite your affirmations because it goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. If you feel good about yourself, if you're drinking out of a cup that makes you feel good, that somehow gives you confidence, somehow makes you feel more powerful and it brings a smile to your face, My job is done. Yeah. And here I am drinking coffee as we talk out of a to-go cup, (laughs) feeling like, dang, I need a fancy cup. And I will say the cup, the cup that you drink out of makes a big difference. It really does matter. I know for me, like my morning routine lately, I haven't been doing it because I'm like, I don't have time. And man, it's, it's rough. The fact that you cannot put my cups in the microwave is such a plus because it's forcing you to enjoy that hot coffee and it's forcing you to take five to 10 minutes out of the day for yourself so that you can indulge in your pleasure. Yes. So that's the way that I see it. You know, there may be some people that say, oh my goodness, I can't put it in the microwave and blah, blah. No, you can't because it's forcing you to enjoy the moment. Yeah. It's forcing you to stop take stock of what's going on around you and reset your day, reset your intentions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Absolutely. So let's talk some more about the PR efforts you've been doing because you have been featured in a lot of different places. You've been in some big publications and TV segments. And I know this is a big part of your marketing. So why don't we talk about that a little bit? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's so funny. Um, I have a, a funny story about Reader's Digest. When I was little, I, I must have been maybe like six years old. I used to go with my grandmother and my great grandmother to her doctor. And, you know, of course, it was like a million old people. there, <laughs> And the wait was usually like three or four hours and all that stuff. But I remember in the office, there used to be these little books. And it was Reader's Digest. And, you know, of course, I had no idea what I was looking at. I just know that there were these little books everywhere. And then I would ask my grandmother, what does it say? And she'd try to say it in her broken English. It wasn't until years after that I realized that it was Reader's Digest. And so one of the editors that I connected with, she writes for Forbes and for Reader's Digest. And she highlighted me last year in Reader's Digest. (laughs) So it was 40 years in the making (laughs) that she highlighted the cups for a Reader's Digest gift guide. Oh, fun. So yeah, that was, that was exciting. And then she also highlighted me for Forbes, Mm -hmm. which is incredible. And because she already knew me, we had already built a, a connection and she knew the product. She's been able to include me in a couple of other segments that she's been writing and gift guides and so forth. So that's been a wonderful collection. How did you get started, you know, like connecting with these editors and these, these publications? Like I know you're working with Sabina from Press for Success. Yes. So do you want to tell us a little bit about her coaching? Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the things that she teaches is to do your research and do it well. Mm-hmm. So she uses LinkedIn a lot. Mm-hmm. And LinkedIn is so valuable. It's got so much information and so much connection. She teaches you how to navigate through LinkedIn so that you can find the person that you're trying to, or that you think is going to be the one that, that pairs up with your product or your service. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I started doing my research on LinkedIn, Twitter, you know, social media, basically, and just started connecting with them through social media. Now, some of them are very active on social media and others aren't. So for the ones that aren't, you know, you have to try to find their their um, email address or other ways of communicating with them and so forth, just so that you can get your product or your service in front of them. And they can, they'll know who you are, basically, is how that works. So some of the things you've been on, you've been on the Today Show, like you said, you've been on Forbes. Reader's Digest. But I mean, the one that's really, really cool is the Today Show. So how did that come about? That came about because I started a relationship with Megan Murphy, which is the editor-in-chief for Women's Day magazine. Mm-hmm. And my goal for that was to obviously build a relationship with her so that she can become familiar with my product and she would include me in the holiday gift guide for Women's Day. You know, I kept getting in contact with her. I kept sending her messages and, you know, very nicely. I'm like, listen, I'm sorry. I don't mean to (laughs) bother you again, but it's me. (laughs) And she was very welcoming with that. She was great. She welcomed me. She made me feel comfortable. She didn't make it seem like I was bothering her. And so right around the time, I believe it was like October, she told me, listen, we're not doing a holiday gift guide this year. So I won't be able to include your product. However, I'm working on something else and I'll keep you posted. And I was like, okay, I, you know, I appreciate you just know that whatever you need, you know, even if it's last minute, I'll make it happen for you. You know, Mm -hmm. I made it seem like 
not that I made it seem, but I wanted her to understand that if she, if she had like something last minute and she needed a product to display that she can definitely count on me type of deal, because that's what happens with a lot of these tabletop experts is that they may have a segment coming up and some of the products might drop off for whatever reason, you know, the, the company may never send the product and they need something to substitute. So I said, if that was the case, just let me know. I can overnight it. You're, you're in New Jersey. I can get it out there as soon as possible. I never expected anything. Like she never even gave me any hints of anything that was coming up. So I, I left it at that. And of course, I continue my relationship with through Instagram with her. One day we're driving. We're going up north to see my oldest son's football game. And she sends me an email and says, you're going to be on the Today Show. I was like, what? I can't believe you better not be kidding with me. (laughs) And she said, you know, you're going to be on the Today Show. It's going to be for Shop Small Saturday, which is the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And, you know, this is what I need from you and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, my goodness. And so that's how I was able to get on onto the Today Show. I sent her a couple of samples. She asked questions. She wanted, you know, to know my story. So I shared my story with her. I shared pictures of my husband and I. And so that's how I was able to get on the Today Show. That's really incredible. Okay, so if you're listening and you want to see Alicia's Today Show segment, you can see it on her website at Alicia Botang. We have the link to her website in the show notes so that you can just click and go because I know it's not, it's always hard to remember a URL when you're listening to a podcast, (laughs) but it's a really, really cool segment. It's really fun to see, you know, these small business owners that you kind of know online and I've gotten to work with you to help you with your website. It's really cool to see you on like national TV. That was definitely a highlight so far in my business for sure. Yeah. It makes me think like, what's next? Like what's going to top that? Because, you know, there will be something. I honestly think that what's going to top that is Essence Festival. Tell the listeners about the Essence Festival. Yes. So the Essence Festival, that's been two years in the making because Mm -hmm. in 2020, we had signed up to participate in Essence Festival and their selection process is very tedious in the sense that they're very particular as to the vendors that they select. You know, it's, it's very costly. <laughs> it's very costly. Mm-hmm. However, the recognition is just incredible. So in 2020, we had signed up. We were just about ready to make the payment for the booth when everything shut down. The way that I looked at that was... God is telling me that this is not, it's not my time, that I'm not ready for it yet, Mm -hmm. that there will be another opportunity that comes and I'll be ready at that point. And then I'll be able to get the exposure that I want. Right. So then in 2021, they did have an essence festival. However, it was virtual. And so obviously that wasn't what I wanted. And this year, before I made the commitment, I prayed And I discussed it with my husband and we spoke about logistics and we spoke about, you know, the costs and everything that's involved. And I prayed about it and God made it happen. I don't don't mean to sound like I'm preaching, but, you know, I have a very strong faith and he made it happen and we're going. So tell us the dates of the Essence Festival and where it's at. 
Yes. So the dates of the Essence Festival is July 1st through the 3rd, and it's taking place in New Orleans. So they have, they're pretty much taking over the city of New Orleans. We will be in the convention center, which has multiple halls. They have like a marketplace, they have like a wellness, they have a beauty carnival. So they have different things going on there. And then they have another location called Essence Eats, which is all the food vendors that are coming. And then of course, their music festival is taking place at the Superdome. And so they also have other breakout sessions like at H&M. I know that there's another company that's working with H&M that's part of the Essence Festival. So pretty much basically throughout the city. But we will be at the exhibit halls. And so I'm hoping that you'll look for the sign that says Alicia Budding Designs and you'll come and say hello. Yeah, so if you're in the area of New Orleans in July 1st. 1st through the 3rd, yes. 1st through the 3rd. Or you're traveling that way, go check out the Essence Festival. Find Alicia. Yeah. Tell her you heard her on the Product Powerhouse podcast. <laughs> free and to attend, like all the, oh, the marketplace. Those are all free to attend. It's the awesome. concert, obviously, that you need to pay for. But everything else is free to attend. Yeah, those are always so fun. Like being you just walk around, check out everything that's available. Yes, and they everybody gives something else. So you'll walk out of there with at least four or five full goodie bags. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's really fun. You know, throughout this whole episode, I've been like kind of, I don't know, taking notes in my head about like strong takeaways from, you know, what you've done. And I feel like the the things that I'm really coming back to are, you know, being very intentional and being very curious Mm -hmm. about what you do. You know, like even with your PR, you're just, you're you're researching, you're looking for the right fit and going into it without any expectations. And I think that that's a big piece of doing this type of marketing that, you know, if you're listening and you're like, I want to get started with this, you want to go into it with that kind of mindset. Yes. And I also feel, like I said earlier, it's important to not build your expectations too high mm-hmm. because, you know, I send hundreds, if not thousands of emails a week. Mm-hmm. And this is pitches to different people. You know what I mean? And maybe out of those thousand emails that I sent a week, I might get two to three responses. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe if I'm lucky, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. I've learned, I've taught myself that this is, it's not a no, it's a no right now. It's not mm-hmm. a definite no. So they may need my, my story down the line you know, and they'll archive it for now. And then when they, they need it again, they'll look through their files and they'll come across my information. So it's a matter of being persistent, but in a very kind and professional way, not, not attacking the person for not responding to you because that will definitely turn them away. So again, it's just a casual, very friendly reminder. Hey, you know, I'm just following up on the email that I sent to you. Yes. As someone who gets a lot of pitches, I would say, um, don't put stock in it. It's not personal. Like someone who pitched me, I never even saw her email. And when she sent another one, she didn't like, she sent a whole new thread. It said, there's an email in your junk mail or something like that. And I was like, what? And then I saw her second one that she had sent two months ago that I had never seen. And I did want to connect with her. And Mm so I do get a lot of pitches. I mean, it's very small compared to these guys, but you know, so don't take it personal. I love what you said about like being flexible and and responding when they need, when they need something, because some people will have like an interview fall through and they need something quick. 
they're looking for someone who's able to do that kind of flexibility and like think on the fly and things like that. So absolutely. Sometimes that email comes through at the right moment at the right time, Mm -hmm. because I've had that happen to me as well. I connected with another uh, tabletop expert and she said, oh my goodness, I have a show for Philadelphia coming on Thursday. This was like a Monday. She said, how fast can you get the cups? I'm serious. She's like, how fast can you get the cups? I said, I will overnight them. And I sent her the cups. And sure enough, I was on the show. Not me, but the cups (laughs) were on the show that Thursday. You know, so it happens. It definitely happens. Yes, absolutely. So we have to wrap up our conversation, which makes me a little bit sad. But before we go, (laughs) I love to ask everyone on the show, Something you're currently learning now in your business, because I like to show everyone listening that it doesn't matter if, you know, celebrities are drinking out of your cup, or maybe your dog is drinking out of your cup. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter like what level we are in business. We all are learning and, you know, striving for the next level in our business. So that's kind of like why I like to ask this. So what is something you're currently learning in your own business to take you to the next level? That's a great question. So thank you so much for asking. Something that I'm learning is to really stop and listen to what my clients are wanting. By that, I mean, you know, I pay very close attention to the cups that are selling the most. And of course, they've gone up and down throughout the years. I remember when I first started the Carrie, which is named after Carrie Bradshaw, was incredibly popular, incredibly popular. Following that was Tiffany named after Tiffany and company, not Tiffany Haddish, <laughs> but you know, they were similar cups to just different colors. So I had to stop and, and pay attention to the colors that were selling out the most and what customers were, were saying about the cups. You know, I'm, I'm very, very fortunate to have amazing feedback from my clients. Mm-hmm. And I would have to say that 90% of my clients are repeat customers. And that says a lot. Yeah, Yeah. that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's such a good point about listening to your customers and telling, you know, listening to what they want and looking at the trends and seeing like, how can I, I hate the word capitalize, but like, how can I use this to my advantage also? Because you are strategically building a business, right? Correct. There's a lot of value in like looking at the data and basing decisions off of what people are saying, what is selling, what people are searching for, things like that. Correct. And I have to say that I, I'm I'm in a difficult situation because of the fact that it's an online shop. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my customers say, listen, the pictures you have online do no justice to the cup because once I received it and I take it out of the box, like it looks 10 times better than it does on the website. And it's almost like they know what they've purchased, but it's like a surprise once they get it. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so it's hard because a lot of people, me being one of them, I like to touch and feel and look and, you know, weigh it and see how heavy the cup is and all of that stuff. So for them to give me the opportunity of purchasing my cups online without seeing them or feeling them or touching them or anything like that, I'm very, very grateful for that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's such a good point. I love that. Alicia, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing like your story with us, how you've gotten to where you are, how you've got to meet these celebrities or get your cups in front of them. If there's any listener that has any questions with PR, I'm not a PR coach by any means, by any means. However, I, I think I've been 
doing it a little bit now enough to know which angles to take and so forth. So if they have any questions that they'd like for me to answer, I'm more than happy to answer any questions that they may have. Awesome. Thank you so much. Okay. So for people listening, where can they hang out with you online? Where can they see your gorgeous cups? So my favorite spot to hang out is Instagram. So I'm at Alicia Boateng Designs. And I usually post um, pictures there of my family, uh, my stories and my reels and stuff like that. I love to include my family. People are nosy, so they love to see my family, (laughs) which I love. And you told me you're going to be sharing behind the scenes of everything going on at the Essence Festival. So yes, definitely give her a follow so you can see what's going on there. Absolutely. We're driving to New Orleans with a a van full of stuff, full of goodies. (laughs) And so we're leaving on June 28th and hopefully arriving that night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'll be documenting my drive and, you know, our setup and all the behind the scenes stuff uh, with Essence Festival. We're very, very excited about that. Yeah, that's awesome. And then your website, I have said it once, but it's aliciabotang.com. We'll also have the link in the show notes. It recently got a facelift. It's very beautiful. Very beautiful. (laughs) If I'm allowed to say so myself. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm very, very proud of that. Very proud of my new website. That's so exciting. Yeah. And you can see her Today Show clip. Check out all the mugs. You have links to every article you've been on. So you can kind of see like the different things and celebrate Alicia's success with her. There's pictures Um, of my family. So you can see what my family looks like. Yes, absolutely. It's a great place. Again, thank you so much for being here and just openly sharing and, you know, telling us how you've done this. It's really cool to see behind the scenes. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse podcast. It means so much to me that you take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It's my favorite thing to create, and I am so grateful that you've taken the time to listen. If you enjoyed this podcast or you have listened to other episodes and enjoyed those, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me get the show out to more people just like you who are out there trying to grow their own product-based business.